welcome to If You're Listening, one person's mission to force her friend to listen to all the music he avoided in high school. I'm Ramsey. Who's that over there? Hey, it's Heather. Hey. <laughs> Glad you're here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good to see you. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. To you as well. <laughs> oh, you were talking to the listener. Welcome, listener. Oh, I was talking to you, but oh. I, I would also like to welcome the listener to the podcast. Anyone else you'd like to welcome? Uh, my friends. Uh-huh. Anyone else? <laughs> uh, my family. Great. My family does not know how to listen to podcasts. <laughs> um, hey, everyone. We have a return guest today. Let's welcome him to uh, the podcast. We have a return guest, drummer Keith Young. Hello. <laughs> it is lovely to be back. Welcome, Keith. Thank you for being here. It's been I'm very happy to be back here. It's been a moment since you've been here. It's been a very long time. I am very excited about the album we're doing today. That makes me excited because <laughs> I thought you were going to hate this record so much. I love it. And I love that you love it. Um, <laughs> if you're listening, you already uh, is the name of our podcast. And <laughs> I didn't also, know that. Actually. Also, you already know because it pops up yeah. when you download the it's podcast. It's in the title. Um, Keith, do you want to tell Ramsey what we're doing today? Today, we're going to do Radiohead OK Computer. Okay. I've heard of it. I want to know your full familiarity with the band Radiohead. I also want to. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In college. Nope, it goes back further. Okay, great. Uh, Kid A came out. Correct. Like (laughs) (laughs) The end. Uh, Uh, Goodbye. I'm going to say, I think it was when I was in 11th grade and that is correct a cool senior uh was really into radio 10th grade go on oh 10th grade and i uh he asked me to record their appearance on saturday night saturday night live for for him because brother that was a thing that i did okay uh that's a very cool thing (laughs) i would do that often as well so uh i let him borrow that tape for a while Mm -hmm. uh and it was a very strange performance with a lot of banging on keyboards and mm, weird feels right, sounds. Feels right, feels right. Didn't, didn't really tickle my fancy at that point. But then my roommate in college, John Deccant, uh, was super into Radiohead, tracked down like a bunch of imports mm-hmm. and EPs and stuff. Um, and I got into like Kid A eventually. Okay, uh, cool. And I did see them live governor's island what at a festival you've seen radiohead live yep this I, is i have too <laughs> okay it is a, it's not upsetting to me that keith has seen radiohead it is upsetting to me that ramsey has seen radiohead and i have not ah. i'm surprised you haven't I seen have radiohead not. live i mean it was like i mean there's also a moment they weren't playing live yeah. very often yeah and i feel like so growing up in upstate i did not really have a chance to see them in high school right and then Fair i enough. feel like by the time i moved to new york city they were not playing yeah. i don't really think i really had accurate. an option to see them yeah. um i just kept yelling for them to play creep and they never oh did God damn. <laughs> you were that person no i'm kidding i was, I was, going, I was, sorry, I was like i was like whoa I'm like cause because they're like, always that person. when oh, yes. did they That's stop so. playing i feel like was it after in rainbows i'm trying to remember elbows is this your ventriloquism act (laughs) yeah i mean yeah like they definitely like were very selective because they they hate touring yeah they're very like just open about being like (laughs) yo we don't i mean they don't talk like that but sure sure sure. they're yo i'm tom you're british (laughs) yeah i mean that would be really weird if they did talk like that but i mean like even that documentary uh it's easy to meet people like 
that was based around the touring off OK Computer, hmm. which is like one of my favorite documentaries. Like, it just shows how much they hate it. And it's really Ugh. fascinating. I mean, fair. It's a very, I mean, you fucking know. Like, I, I could not do that. I could not live that life. That feels very brutal to me. I like really enjoy my apartment and yeah. my bed and having a very organized specific life hey it's me johnny greenwood oh, God. imagine if johnny old. greenwood talk like that <laughs> i actually met him years ago at this one of my favorite bookshops called housing work books i'm gonna oh, say I what's like, works. i want to say it's like 1999 maybe or like 2000 like around that like year but um the person I was dating at the time, we went on like a Saturday afternoon and we're like looking at books and all of a sudden, like the girl I was dating at the time, Natalie, she was just like, oh, look who it is. And like, <laughs> I looked to my left and there was Johnny Greenwood ah. like checking out books. And I, at that time I was like, oh, like, you know, I'm into punk and it's like, you know, you don't acknowledge people or treat them like rock stars. But I actually like froze up and like <laughs> Natalie, Natalie's like, you have to go say something. And I'm just like, I can't do that. He's just like minding his own business, looking at books. And she like looked at me. And to this day, I still thank her for this moment. She's like, <laughs> you're a total poser Radiohead fan if you don't say anything oh, wow. to him because th- you're not going to have this opportunity ever again. And she might be right. I think she's probably right, yeah. to be yeah. fair. And so I was like, all right, fine. And I, I was kind of upset that I had to go do this. But at the same time, I was also nervous as fuck. Oh, my God, sure. of course. And so, like, I walked up to him and I was like, hey, I'm really sorry to bother you. But, like, I waited three days to get tickets for your Radio City oh Music God. Hall show. Yeah. When you were touring off OK Computer. And I had to, like, like kind of make an excuse that I was, like, sleeping over a friend's house. <laughs> to practice basketball which i wasn't in involved in like a team i used to like play pickup games but like my mom didn't know that she thought i played like intramural basketball <laughs> but like she, for some reason i don't know maybe she like knew that i was doing something else but like at the time she was like yeah okay it's fine but <laughs> did you say that all this to him or are we getting like the- oh like so i told him the story about how i camped out for three days online to get tickets for this sh- this show because it was like an insane deal and i was like with my best friend at the time his brother and their friends and like the whole line smelt like an incense shop sure of course which was great but um so like i got these tickets and i told him the story and he's like looking at me he goes how old were you when you did that (laughs) and i was like i was like 13 and he like laughed and he goes did your parents know about this (laughs) and i was like no and he was just like, he started laughing, but he was just like, if I were like your parent, like I would like be highly concerned. <laughs> that but you were he, missing for three but days, he basically. also like was just like, I appreciate the dedication of you camping out and like finding a way to go see Radiohead. That's so funny. And he like shook my hand and like I talked to him for like maybe like less than five minutes. He was yeah. really nice because like he was like, interested to know about my life which that threw me off yeah, totally. you know you you have to deal with all this like crap all the time getting interviewed by people and like you know there are people you'll never see again in your life it's like but he like was just like oh so like what do you do and i, I told him i was a musician and everything like that and i had just got a task him like a four track recorder 
and he was talking to me about how like that was like a big like innovation to his like songwriting and everything like that when he got one it was like a really big deal so like it was just like mind-blowing that like i was like talking to like my one of my favorite guitar players of all time just like you know like it was like one of my friends and i you know at that time it sucked because like i wish i could have had a picture with them with johnny but it's just like at that time, there were no like camera phones yeah, or totally. anything like right. that. And sometimes Natalie would have like a you know like disposable phone, a uh, disposable camera, yeah. camera, and that was the case. I was wearing a Mets baseball cap, and I borrowed like a sharpie from like the counter person <laughs> at Housing Works, and I had I still have this Mets cap that's signed <laughs> by Johnny Greenwood. That's amazing. And that's it, it, like great. it's just really interesting because it's like the New York Mets and a signature of Johnny Greenwood. Yeah, that's really I funny. That. I love that. But. The- that is my story. And like, I, I did that. get to see, like, rewinding back to that Radio City Music Hall show, that was like one of the greatest experiences of my life. <laughs> that was like in my top three sh- like performances that I've ever witnessed. And like, I don't regret lying to my mom about <laughs> camping out. Like, you clearly outside. turned out fine. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, everything's great. <laughs> it was you know? worth it. Yeah. Turned I feel out like she would also normal. understand now. <laughs> oh, she knows the story now. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm and sure. I'm sure she's it fine, actually right? worked out okay because she's like, hey, I, I'm i aware that you've also done a lot of other things that at the time I didn't know. But she's like, I can't, you know, come down on you on this because, like, I used to lie to my mom because <laughs> my mom was a drag racer what? when what? she was younger. She had the 69 Super Sport Camaro and, like, she would, like, drag race people all the time but she wasn't like telling like her like mom of course she was doing that yeah and she's like oh i'm going out with my friends but meanwhile she was like going on like 25a and like near like queens and stuff like that and just like drag racing these <laughs> dudes and like cool That's fucking amazing. slaying them like like leaving them in the dust and shit like even though there wasn't dust on yeah, 25a that's but. fine just garbage i mean at that time like you know it definitely was not as busy as it is now no, and that's that, that's, that's why they used it for drag racing that's the coolest but thing. so my mom was like super cool she's like yeah like i know about all the stuff you did now yeah, <laughs> yeah. circle of life yeah exactly <laughs> but she's so like funny. at the time she's like i didn't know and you were very clever and i still <laughs> to this day i'm just like damn i yeah. did it <laughs> so funny um my radiohead story is not that good um i just grew up on mtv and that's okay i grew up on mtv yeah too. i used to watch 120 minutes Ugh. i would stay up like as long as i could in any episode that i missed the rest of i would like press record and yeah. just tape the rest of it <laughs> but uh yeah so there's no shame yeah in it at all. so like i knew i knew the singles off of okay computer i think now i probably know a little more but i do not know the last time i sat down and listened to this album front to back so i'm very excited yeah. for that my radiohead album was kid a because again that came out in 10th grade which like prime time for me to like get into an album intensely but my only like my (laughs) funny story about okay computer is in like 10th or 11th grade i don't even remember what class this was but i had to do a presentation on censorship so i decided that i was going to talk about two music videos and i was going to talk about censorship and music videos and so Radiohead Paranoid Android was one I did, which I love that video. I do too. It's a cartoon. Okay. It's I'm into so it. Good. So have you do you don't know this video, Ramsey? No. Uh no good. So it's a little cartoon guy who's just like going about his life and like experiencing calamities, basically. Yeah. 
Um, but there is like cartoon nudity in it. I'm trying to remember what other, like I, it's been a minute since I have seen this video, but yeah, like there is, there's cartoon boobs. Oh yeah. Um, I can't even remember what else, but basically it's, sounds like the movie cool. It's an explicit cartoon, (laughs) (laughs) but on MTV it would be played um, probably unedited, but only late at night. The I would first guess. time I saw it was on 120 minutes, which aired at midnight. Right. So, so later at like, night and probably unedited. Yeah. But then the, <laughs> the I'm I was such a shithead. The other video I was comparing. Can I guess. Go on. It was a censored video. Yeah. Was it that Nine Inch Nails one? Nope. Okay. It was good. Good guess. That yeah, was nope. a great guess. It was Prodigy Smack My Bitch Up. Oh, that's actually a really like. <laughs> good one to use for a censorship yeah um but my teacher wouldn't let me play it in class because of like the title and just like because the whole thing is not acceptable for 10th graders to watch the video is definitely not what yeah good i i I I just think there's a lot of my memory i know because i haven't seen it in a minute going out and doing tons of drugs and just what it's like to be like really fucked up like the whole the whole camera view is from the person's like eye view of being on all these different drugs and just like partaking complete debauchery and just like all this crazy shit and it's a crazy video um and you were trying to get your teacher fired apparently (laughs) but then my whole presentation was about how i was (laughs) (laughs) such a little shit at 10th grader oh yeah okay i found the video uh prodigy smack my bitch up mtv band on youtube um but yeah it's a first person shot and it's like it's a woman getting ready and like i just yeah it's like or is it a man? I don't remember. That I don't remember. Um, it's really been a long time since I've seen this video, but I loved this song. Oh, yeah, they're at a strip club, totally naked women, like, okay, really aggressively Lots, naked women. Yeah, it's a um, very aggressive. Groping video. a woman yeah. driver, super, oh, g- just having sex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tenth grade Heather was crazy. Oh, I remember why I couldn't remember if it's a man or a woman. It's a twist. You think it's a man the whole video, and then at the end of the video, they look in a mirror, and it's actually a woman doing That's all this right. fucked up shit. That's okay. what it is. That's why we couldn't remember. It's like that yeah. doctor riddle. What? I can't operate on this person. That's my son. Oh, uh, yeah. She's a woman. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that... Yes, okay. I now remember this full video. Um, but that... <laughs> I totally forgot about that Me ending. too. Like, until been, I just skipped through the it's video. It's been that long yeah. since I've seen that video. I mean, I probably haven't seen this video since 10th grade. Um, amazing. Same. same. Like, great. I can't remember the last time. But I yeah, so I, I love this album. I always really liked Radiohead from like my first exposure to them. But I have not... like I listened to it in Rainbows and I really liked that. But I have not really listened to Radiohead much since then which was what like 2007 8 9 10 i don't know you're right it's got to be later i was already out of college um but i really do like radiohead and i am very excited to revisit this album my friend james actually he's he's like one of my like best friends james goodson i don't know Mm -mm. okay he's from richmond i love him to death like he it's like so he we we like James and I are very on par with like our musical influences mm-hmm. and just like we love a lot of the same things. But he's not that familiar with Radiohead. Okay. Because like 
the more current Radiohead material, he refers to as bleeps and bloops because, like, <laughs> he's I just mean, like, sure. it, it definitely gets very out there. Doesn't now. this album start with a computer talking? Um, we'll find out. Huh? Okay. <laughs> no, it doesn't start with a computer talking. There's definitely like some interludes though, where there is like okay. computer talking. That's what I'm thinking. It of. actually like starts out just with like some sleigh bells or just like some okay. auxiliary huh. percussion, and I'm pretty sure it's just like a string instrument and just like, I mean, I mean, you'll you'll hear it, but like okay. yeah, it's there. You are right though. There okay. are some like I am thinking of the right thing. Some computers <laughs> talking. Um, I can. Oh, sorry, Heather. I was just gonna say Ramsey. Yeah. Oh, we were on the same page. Oh, okay, great. Show me that album art. But actually, I think I can. I'm sure you already know what this album art looks like. Blue ghosts was how I was gonna describe it. <laughs> Blue road ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I love a road ghost. <laughs> They're giant ghosts, actually, in terms of the scale with the road. Correct. <laughs> uh, I like this cover. I don't know what I'm supposed to get from it. It doesn't really say okay computer to me, except for where it says okay computer. <laughs> to me, it says cold dystopian existence is what I would say. I think this album based on the cover should be called Giant Road Ghosts. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. We should uh, call Tom York. Hey, uh, I don't want to change the name. It's too late. Um, <laughs> it was really cool when this record came out because in the UK, they took like a lot of like the lyrics from the record and just like words from the interlude and like they had it just like posted around like all like the main like the cities like Ooh, in, like og guerrilla marketing yeah and it was like really just cool how they had the artwork and everything like I that. like that and uh but yeah no like definitely uh like cold dystopian society is makes sense like a great right. way to describe that <laughs> that artwork and it's like you'll hear the interludes on okay computer where like they'll talk about like what humanity is becoming and it's crazy to revisit yes. this record because they're still fucking accurate <laughs> that's the worst that's it's the going. worst part and it's just like there's just one specific interlude that you're gonna hear and it's just like wow we're living that right now and <laughs> it's also 10 times worse than oh, like what they're describing what humanity's going through at that time and it's like oh you think, you think it's bad then like it's oh, getting way worse god on that note, Ramsey, are you ready to get into uh, this? <laughs> <laughs> Starting yeah. this with, you know, such positivity, <laughs> just like, you know, the human race going down the complete toilet. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I haven't heard this since 2004. Let's do it. All right. Hell yeah. There's those jingle bells. Right. <laughs> it was like one of those moments where I was like, okay, I've heard this record so many times in my but I'm very relaxed right now. Yes. So it's just like sometimes I might make, you know, some comments that are not accurate. But, uh, <laughs> Which instrument does Johnny Greenwood play? He is the guitar player. Okay. And like he is also an individual that can do just many different things. It's just like, in my opinion, like, and obviously other people's opinions, he's like straight up like a. A genius, like a virtuoso, just like fair enough. He, I, he I know does him for it all. Soundtracks, yeah. Oh, his soundtracks are just incredible. What has he done soundtracks for? Most, Actually, I don't know. I only know the two PTA and PTA Anderson. Oh, okay. <laughs> the uh, there will be blood. I think oh, he did the okay. master. Actually, oh, okay, cool. And yes. then Phantom Thread. I definitely know this song. What's this one called? Airbag. Airbag. It's funny because I. 
I don't default know what the songs are from their titles on here because I feel like Radiohead song titles are so ubiquitous that like I don't necessarily know them tied to the song they right. go to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. This is actually about a car accident that Tom York was involved with roughly like a decade before okay. the record. And uh, he just like touched on the subject in this song and uh, yeah. Hmm. I didn't know that. I don't know what any of these songs are about, I'm going to be honest. Because I was a child when I was listening to this album. Tom York is very fun to sing as. Sure. <laughs> that makes sense. I'm not super familiar with this song, to be honest. I don't know this album front to back. I don't know if I've said that. I should qualify that. I know songs off this. Like, right. Kid A, I know front to back. Yeah. Um I probably know it Rainbow's front to back also. Uh, but this album I just know as individual tracks. Because I don't know that I ever owned this. This was a download. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Snapster. This is like one of my favorite records to listen to during overnight drives uh, on tour. That makes sense. And uh, it's also especially a uh, favorite of mine when I'm driving out of uh, El Paso, Texas <laughs> and going through like New Mexico. Yeah. Hmm. Um, especially because of uh, the factor of aliens. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, I've done that drive multiple times. Big fit. This That makes total sense to me. And I will always volunteer to uh, do the driving in New Mexico yeah. at night because I can put on OK Computer yeah. and look for aliens. We were, <laughs> fair. I like that. We were... Uh, I was talking recently because uh, one of my favorite places in the country is Marfa, Texas. And like, I, I just... I have just recently went there uh, for the first time ever. I love it there. Did you like it? I didn't get to see much of it. Okay. Like, we... I mean, there's not much. It was a... It was on the Kissing Is a Crime tour I just did. Uh-huh. And we booked a hotel there that night. And... Thunderbird? Uh, I don't... <laughs> no. I really love Martha. <laughs> but uh, I can't remember what hotel it was. But yeah. it was like a very tiny town. Yeah. But like, it looked like there was like some fun like stuff to like visit. Yeah. But everything was shut down. It yeah. was like 1 o'clock in the morning, maybe later. But um, so <laughs> I, have a stun- uh, I have a story about Martha like staying there. So like... I went down to get breakfast in the morning and there was like a table of like four elderly people and they were having an argument at over who farted at the table. Oh God. <laughs> so like, I'm just like eating my oatmeal and my fruit and all of a sudden just one of these like elderly individuals is like, somebody farted at this table. Like, who was it? And then the other one was just like, I think it was you. And like, they spent like 20 minutes on oh, this subject, I was just like, "My hell, that sounds awful." Yeah, it, it was pretty horrible. But aside from that, Martha seemed awesome. I I loved it, but yeah, it's basically where two roads meet in the desert. But I really was obsessed with the drive to and from because it's so beautiful, and it's also like to your point, it's so dark out there in the desert. There's like you're so far from any city, any city lights that you're just like these stars are crazy. Also, there's the Marfa lights, which yeah. are probably aliens. Who's to say? <laughs> oh my god, this song is so good. This might be the first Radiohead song I heard. What's the name of this one? Paranoid Android. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very good introduction. I think this is probably the first Radiohead. one I heard. I think mine was Karma Police. Fair. 
I, I honestly can't remember which was first, but that's another great introduction. And mine was as basic as it is creep hmm. watching a oh, episode of Beavis and Butthead Hell yeah. <laughs> where they're watching the video and during like, you know, the quiet parts, they're kind of just like, well, this kind of sucks. And then <laughs> all of a sudden, like Johnny Greenwood comes in with his guitar chugs before the chorus. And it was just like, then Beavis and Butthead, like, just like started like rocking it out. And just like, but I was like ignoring their commentary because I thought just like the band looked so cool, especially Johnny Greenwood. Like yeah. his hair was just like perfect. And like during the quiet parts, he was so like still. And then when the like chorus came in, he was just like going crazy. And then like at that guitar solo. And like, I was just like hooked from that very moment. Yeah. So my favorite part of that was that a professional m- musician just called him the Chuckas. Like I always do. <laughs> yeah, fair. Oh, we never know what anything's of called. How professional you are, <laughs> like I still like use like little things like you know just like Dugutaka, like yeah. <laughs> you know just like um my friend James from Richmond who I was talking about earlier. He uh, refers to it as musician mumbo jumbo, yeah. <laughs> and he's an insanely talented musician. But a lot of the stuff that he refers to, he refers to as like musician mumbo jumbo. Right. And I refer like I can understand his like musician mumbo jumbo very well, especially when we're in a room together because we're like writing a record at the moment. And he'll be like, "Can you just play it like duka daka duka?" And like, <laughs> I'll know what yeah. he's talking about. And some people, they won't do it right, and I'll be, like, looking at them, like, what the fuck are you right. doing? What's wrong with you? You Can don't you... understand these things I'm saying? And I'm also a person that, like, was raised on, like, notation, like, reading music and everything like that. But sometimes, like, to get the point across, you just have to, yeah. like, you know. That makes sense. Duke Deca. <laughs> I mean, that whole police song is based on that. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. I love this song so much. This, like, portion of this, like... I guess it's the baseline throughout that part. Like, I just remember it. Like, I had never heard anything that sounded like that when I heard this album for the first time. Do either of you know if the paranoid android is inspired by Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Um, I don't know. It's actually based on an unpleasant experience that Tom York had a lo- at a Los Angeles bar, which ties in with the music video oh, yeah. that we were talking about earlier. And oh, uh, right. he was surrounded by strangers that were just like really high on cocaine. <laughs> and oh. then there was like this woman that became so violent after someone spilled like a drink on her yeah. at the bar, which, you know, is also depicted in the music video and everything like yeah. that. And uh, he was just like studying like the reactions of these human beings at the bar and like he just like he kind of like lost sleep over it apparently crazy and like so like that's one of those like moments where it's like the music video is actually like depicting his experience and i don't think the whole music video is because like then there's that he didn't get his arms chopped off yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) is this the same song yes oh yeah yes this is a long song. I would refer to this as uh, the bridge. Yeah. Definitely. It's just a very weird long bridge. Which I love. Same. <laughs> I love a weird long bridge. Not just in music. 
you know. <laughs> just a big fan of the Verrazano. Ooh. <laughs> so, like, when I was a kid, my mom sometimes would mispronounce things. Uh-huh. And she used to call the Verrazano Bridge the Vazanero. Huh. And I used to make fun of her for that, That's which funny. I shouldn't have done, but... Uh, eh. Yeah, but kids are shitheads. Yeah, but... <laughs> Kids are shitheads, but, like, I have a great relationship with my mom, but she could also equally be a shithead. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, like, but I just remember if there was anything that my mom pissed me off about, I'd be like, oh, like, you know, we got to go take the Vazanaro bridge. And she'd be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> my uh, my wife and friend of the show, Mo, uh, <laughs> just, just taught me the other day that uh, the Verrazano is actually misspelled. What? In terms of, like, it's named after a guy, but he has, like, oh. two R's oh. or something like that, and they're going to change it. Oh, really? Finally, really? after a bajillion years. That's funny. Had no idea. I live so close to it. Yeah. I live so close to what is referred to as the Ed Koch Bridge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Queensboro, but every time you pass it, you're like, the Ed Koch Bridge, huh? And it's just like, that guy had like a judge show like it was like judge oh, yeah. and Koch or something like that and um i always just remember his slogan like how am i doing how am i doing and yep. shit like that and he was a true freak i love this part when it picks back up yeah that's really good uh i'm a little embarrassed to say this now because it's kind of problematic go on but not what i'm gonna say but uh the thing that most introduced me to Radiohead was a medley of Radiohead songs uh, done by Chris Hardwick and wow. another guy uh, sure. called Rodeohead. It was a country music medley. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah, know he that. had that band thing. What? He had that band thing with that guy. Yeah, Hard and Firm. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. It's still a funny medley, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You can't speak to Chris Hardwick. It's actions. Um, interesting. That's funny. Uh, this is Subterranean Homesick Alien. I remember this title. I don't have any memory of the song, though. I have lots of memories to the song, but <laughs> it, it's very highly relatable because um, it's discussed by Tom York that he wishes a uh, colony of aliens would abduct him and <laughs> take him away from humanity. And to this very day, I still relate to that very much. <laughs> it's just like, also, it's just like, you can hear, like, just in the music, it sounds like a spacecraft landing yeah. from the sky and everything like that. And whenever I drive through New Mexico, it's just like, I still haven't seen aliens, unfortunately, but it's like, one day I will. Have, but, you, uh, have you been to Roswell? I haven't. And we were supposed to go on it's the Kissing, so weird is, and awesome. Kissing is a Crime Tour, and like, Beatrice and I were like, we really want to go to Roswell, but it just, it was kind of yeah. out of the way. And like, I'm heartbroken by that because yeah. I love aliens. It's like, cool. It's very cheesy, but it's cool. Like their street I love, lamps. I love stuff like that. Yeah. Their street lamps. The lights are shaped like alien heads. No. Really? They're, yes. Absolutely true. Their McDonald's is shaped like a UFO. What? It's awesome. I'm going on the next tour that I do. I don't care who I'm with. We're going to Roswell. Uh, I went to the Roswell UFO Museum. It was very funny. Cool. They have an entire area where it's just posters of uh, modern things with aliens. Like, they literally have a poster of the TV show Roswell. (laughs) It's very funny. (laughs) And, like, a bunch of X-Files posters. On an unrelated Radiohead note, Uh you have done Blink-182 albums. Yes. Uh, Was there anything 
dedicated to Tom DeLonge we, in Roswell. We talked a little bit about that on the Enema of the State episode for at least the song Aliens Exist. But there's no, like, Tom DeLonge wing at the oh, museum. Oh, oh, that, that's no. what I meant, like, at oh, the museum. Oh, no, it, it, I went way too long ago. Well, no. I was in Roswell probably eight or nine years ago. So that was really before I feel like his full-on crazy alien conspiracy-ness. Because I can just picture going to Roswell and there's like... Just a Tom DeLonge wing. A statue dedicated <laughs> no, to him. Not, there yeah. may be now. And then yeah. there's like a wing where it's like, it does the many like voices of Tom DeLonge, like the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Which no, there don't is, get me started on. There is no Tom DeLonge <laughs> wing. Uh, or there could be now. Eight years ago there was not, but they were also about to move to a new facility. But I feel like anything's it's possible space. because isn't Blink-182 like a Las Vegas act now or something? Oh, yeah. They have a residency. That blows my mind. I want to go. <laughs> It'd be so weird. I want to just go to observe to like the people that I are agree. in the crowd. And it's just, really like, weird. Because like when I think of like Las Vegas, I think of like Celine Dion. Yeah. Or, like, I don't know. Like Rob Goulet. Right. In peace. Yeah. But... <laughs> Like, are they going to up the spectacle of it? I don't know. I don't understand how Blink-182 is having a residency. Are they just going to do, like, a live version of the play American Idiot? It's just also really funny to me when I remember it's going to be Matt Skiba. (laughs) That is... I I still forget that he's in that band. It's weird. It's very weird. So it's fair. Oh, God. Um, I don't really remember this song, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to break through the fourth wall for a second uh-huh. and say that we are recording two episodes in a row. Yeah. And we just did the Sleater Kenny episode. Yeah. And these songs feel like an hour long. <laughs> Compared to a Sleater <laughs> Kenny song? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's fair in comparison. So it's just like I'm glad both of you were down to do this record, but I kind of had a feeling that was going to happen where it was like especially because I forgot how short all hands on the bandwagon yeah. is, com- especially in compar- comparison to a record like OK Computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think the length for this record is perfect, but like, they're one of the very few bands that can get away with having like a long mm-hmm. record. Yeah. But I can understand why. I would also you feel say that way. too, for like for me, obviously, I as I previously said, this wasn't uh, my Radiohead record, but they're also not a band I. Oh, I love this. Song. Oh, this song's incredible. <laughs> this is exit music for a film. Um, for a film is Which in parentheses. Um, but they're not a band that I like would put on and just like sit and listen to necessarily. For me, they've always been like, like to your point, like driving music or like, mm-hmm. like I, I would, I love them and like would sit with it, but not just sit like we're doing and yeah. literally forcing yeah. ourselves to I'm sit and listen to I'm not sure I ever to yeah. have listened to a full album. I mean, well, for I've me, definitely listened to full as albums. a musician, it's just like, I definitely listen to it certain times when I like want certain like drum grooves or just like a specific feel because yeah. I just love the placement uh, Philip Selway has with his drumming and just the space he leaves, especially for like the space that's like left in the songs. But uh, yeah, it's definitely a thing where it's just like I'm driving like on tour, like you right. know, especially at night. It's it's a very nighttime record for me. Even when I was like a kid, it was just like. I had bad insomnia even as like just a young kid and a teenager. It's just been something that's like plagued, plagued me my entire life. Yeah. And I would put on OK Computer just like on a school night at like one in the morning. And I wouldn't go to bed till like three in the morning. 
but uh it was very therapeutic for Fair me enough. because like my insomnia like also like contributed to like anxiety that i had at the time and you know it, it, it was like it was a record that like kind of served as like medicinal marijuana yeah. for me so mm. it was just like i can see that like it would just help you calm down exactly yeah because like at night like the wheels start get like really turning especially someone that deals with anxiety and stuff sure. like that is just like and like i still struggle with that to this day so it's just like yeah it's still that go-to record to like get the wheels to like slow down and just i see that with this album i feel yeah. like there are other radiohead albums like i could even like kid a if i was in the right mood i could also see that making my anxiety worse there are like, moments with certain, of like, a. Bi- like yeah. it because it builds in very dramatic ways right. that i feel Definitely. like could like huh, like wind me up in a way that would not help if i was being anxious but this album i do feel like is much more like soothing and calming front to back mm-hmm. now ramsey i noticed before you said like for what film mm-hmm. i was gonna so, ask, i was gonna come back to that yeah um it was meant to be used for the remake of Romeo and Juliet. Oh, William. Romeo plus Juliet? William Shakespeare's Ro- yeah. Romeo Ro- plus Romeo Juliet. Romeo plus Juliet. Oh, my God, my fave. <laughs> and so, like, the band was shown, like, the final 30 minutes of the film, and, like, it, like, just definitely, like, drove in some inspiration. And, uh, like, Tom York said, like, the scene with uh, Claire Danes holding the Colt 45 against her head, yeah. that was the moment where it's like, we need to start working on this. And, like, that was the result of this song. And uh, it was withheld from the film's soundtrack because of OK Computer. And uh, oh. a remix of talk show host took its place but appropriately the song plays during like the closing credits of the film. I was gonna say like when you started saying that I had like a recollection that there was a Radiohead song on that but yeah that makes sense. That is a great song on that soundtrack though. I'd be curious to see this synced up with the movie. Oh yeah. And the first time I saw Radiohead they closed with the song appropriately. Yeah. Yeah, That makes sense. Did people start leaving because it's exit music? (laughs) They did not. They made the band come out and do an encore. Oh, how rude. <laughs> I hate when audiences do that. I they, think it's really rude. And they did creep, and they did not want to play it. Oh, wow. Oh, this was a long time ago that Oof. you saw them? This was the show that I waited online. Gotcha. <laughs> for oh, three yeah. days. To see. <laughs> and it was worth it. <laughs> When's the last time that they did do creep? I know it's. I know it as a thing that they did. They've been do. adding it back into their set they have. recently. Oh. Yeah. Like, they don't play it every show. Like, it's crazy because they have so many songs now. And now when you go see them, they don't have as many back catalog songs as you would think. Because, like, they have all these, like, new songs. And it's like, of course, they want to, like, play that stuff. Especially the way they are. It's just, like, they want people to really, like, get into that. And, like, it can be hard for certain listeners because it's, like, I mean, I love their, like, more recent stuff, too. But it's, like, it can be very hard for people. Yeah. Well, it's also just, like... I mean, like any band, you want to hear the songs from like the album that was like the most important one to you. Right. And I get why a band doesn't want that, but uh, this is Let Down. I don't think I've ever heard this one. <laughs> this song does not let me down, by the way. <laughs> Fair. Every record, I mean, pardon me, every song of this record just flows perfectly into yeah. each one. It's it's one of those records where it's like I put on and I'm not turning it off until it stops itself. Like it's a front to back record for me. No resequencing. Yes. <laughs> Still waiting for the 
fifth member. How many members are in Radiohead? Four? Uh, uh yes. The, the fifth member of Radiohead. A oh, five. There, no, there's five. There's five. I yep. apologize. Tom York, Johnny Greenwood, Colin Greenwood, Ed O'Brien, and one of my favorite drummers, Philip Selway. Okay. How often do you think people sing to Johnny Greenwood, Johnny Be Good, but with his <laughs> name in there? I mean, I could have done that when I met him as a teenager. <laughs> yeah. Do you regret that now? Not doing Definitely that? Not, no. <laughs> Especially because, like, my dad played that song all the time and it was really <laughs> annoying. And I don't want to think back to how Johnny Be Good pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Like, I'm just looking at Wikipedia. They've had the same five members the whole time. Oh, that's yeah. Impressive. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's really impressive. I will say, so like anyone who listens to this, to this podcast knows I'm like very much a lyrics person. But Radiohead is not a band I'm a lyrics person with. Like I don't, hmm. I for the it's, I mean, particularly I think with Kid A being my element, like I, a lot of those lyrics are a little nonsensical. I think, but um. It's just how it all comes together for me, which is kind of, it's a, it's a more rare thing for me. Like I also right. feel obvious, like I like Sigur Rose, So obviously I feel similar about that. I have no fucking idea what they're saying. So it's like a yeah. similar thing um, for me, but that's like, a, that's a much more rare thing for me with bands that I listen to. That's really interesting. But it's so nice. This sounds like she's so high. By Tall Bachman. Oh my God. <laughs> The guitar's there. <laughs> That's a very interesting take. I, I, I mean, not, I just think it's I was the not guitar tone. That. And I'm sure he stole it from them, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Although, is Karma Please on this one? Yes. Yeah. I, it definitely is. That's one that's been accused of stealing a sound from the Beatles. Oh, interesting. I mean... <laughs> In music at this point, especially like even that time in the '90s, it's like when you're inspired by something, sometimes you borrow, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, certain like chords or notes or just harmonies. I mean, and you you talked about Paul's boutique on the last episode. That was. Uh, I mean, they sampled the shit out yeah. of so many. Th- that caused a lot of controversy too. Like they got that into like changed the way all that works. Yeah. I like how this song is about how you can find comfort in your own boredom boredom and you can be in a crowd of people mm. and you will feel so distant distant and removed and like sometimes you feel more in the company of just being by yourself and by your own, own boredom than going out and being in a group of people where you feel more lonely and very, just like very I've, I've, been there, I've been there so many times especially on tours too it's like Sometimes you go out after a yeah. show and you go to like a bar or a club or whatever and you just don't want to be there and you're like I would just feel like more like in good company if I was at my hotel by myself yeah. just like reading Tegan and Sarah facts that I didn't know which <laughs> at this point I feel like that's something I would definitely like feel like I'm like caught up to date but like that is something that I do like <laughs> at my hotel it's like what fact about Tegan and Sarah don't I know yet <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that's a very relatable sentiment, I would say. I feel like especially living here, like living in New York. Wait. 
the album cover of this. Are you feeling the album cover right now? No, it should be Walking with a Ghost. I was walking with a ghost. <laughs> Sorry, I made that connection and had to get okay, it out. Okay. I, I interrupted you. You're fine. They were in high school at this time. Of teens. <laughs> <laughs> so this part sounds a lot like Sexy Sadie by the Beatles. Oh, okay. I mean, That's it. Who hasn't ripped off the Beatles? Yeah, really? Yeah. Oasis has to thank the Beatles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have not listened to this song in a really long time. My Tom York voice that I use when singing is the uh-huh. exact same as my Rufus Wainwright voice. Just That's kind of fair. slurring all the yeah. words into the next one. I can see that. I remember being very into songs from this album in high school. And I don't I don't know, I should have I should have my best friend from high school be on this podcast at some point. Um don't really remember a lot of other people from my high school being into Radiohead. Hmm. I'm sure there were a few, but like in general, I feel like I was not listening to music that everyone in my high school was listening to. I was definitely not listening. Even like my like group of friends, like we had a lot of common interests, especially the band that we played in in high school. But there was so much music that I felt like such an outsider and it was just like, that was most of my favorite. To this day, like even with my best friend, like Justin, like I feel like him and I, like our music taste is like the bipolar opposite of one yeah. another. Hmm. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure people in high school were listening to Radiohead because it was like on MTV and stuff. But I don't remember like bonding over that with anyone in high school for sure. And I think I, for the most part, the music I was listening to, I don't feel like people in high school. Like I was watching like fucking like CKY skate videos and getting into pop punk <laughs> and like no like no one else in my high school is really doing that um just love seeing people fall <laughs> really too I'm gonna isolate that I mean physically but do you also like to see them fall like Both. statistically <laughs> <laughs> that is so dark no, no physically <laughs> Heather she get when you mess no. with Heather yeah I will fight you she has threatened to punch me in the face many times True. on this show. I'm waiting for that day to happen with me. I watched her like hurts me. No, you're a badass. I would never <laughs> mess with you. <laughs> I like that echo. Uh, Scary. So so I love how this song ends too. I realized I lied to you earlier accidentally. It wasn't Karma Police that was my first one. It was No Surprises. Oh, okay. Interesting. That's weird. It's not a lie. It's, you know. <laughs> I don't think it's a lie. It's just surprising. I misspoke. I misspoke. It is surprising to me. I learned. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I taught myself to play it on the ukulele. Huh. Yep. You played that on the ukulele? Yep. Do you still have that ukulele? I do, but I don't think I could still play it. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Yeah, it's been a while. Do you actually still like playing the ukulele, or is it just like you're just ashamed of that now? Hmm. Like, Good question. I, I got it because uh, I was really into the Paul McCartney album Ram, and there's a uh, ukulele on there. Uh, 
and tried. I wanted to teach myself that. I had some like piano guitar experience. I'm not oh. embarrassed to play the ukulele still. That's cool. No, like because a lot of people picked it up as yep. a trend. Yep. And uh, to I be respect fair, you did just as a, it. as a different trend. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you weren't like, let me see what Zoe Deschanel is up to. <laughs> I mean, if she wants to talk about ukulele with me, I'm down. <laughs> sure. Duh. Yeah. I love that ending. <laughs> I do too. I feel like Ramsey hates it. No, I like it actually. What? I feel like it fits. Okay. Because it, it does build into it. Yeah. And when I hear it, I'm always trying to figure out get out of here, robot. <laughs> Here's the robot. No, robot. I actually like the robot because it makes a lot of good points just about society. No, this is how it starts. If you start agreeing with the robot. I don't, did I say that I agree with the robot? No, I guess like, you're right. But like, I'm like just listening to the robot, and I'm like, you make a lot of good points, and we could be good, we could be really good friends. <laughs> this is called like faster, fitter, fitter, happier. I think because of the robot voice, I always think of the Daft Punk song. The do it better. Oh right! Oh my God! Daft- oh, I'm sure. I haven't thought about Daft Punk in like in a minute. Ages. French robots. French robots. <laughs> Bet they make great croissants. <laughs> I would love a croissant right now. That would be good. But uh, Brooklyn Whiskers is closed. <laughs> I think they open at like 8 a.m. Their croissants are expensive, though. I mean, being a vegan, I mean, the vegan tax pricey. is on everything. Yeah, that <laughs> it's makes referred sense. referred to as the vegan tax, but a vegan croissant is like five bucks. Hmm. That is pricey. pricey, but it's worth it. What? So what good points is the robot making? Basically, just, you know, like, just a diagnosis on what society is headed for. Sure, sure, sure. And just like what being I in a very unemotional <laughs> and very cold environment. Oh, like the cover. And uh-huh. just that there's something clearly wrong with okay. like what's going on. And like, you know, just like talking about like, oh, you need to do that. You need to sleep well, not have like paranoia, like, you know, enjoy your Sundays going to like a supermarket, like go to the car wash, just like basically being a fucking normie. Uh, hmm. Okay. Fair I enough. Feel, I feel like I would take that advice better from a, a human. human. <laughs> <laughs> I would listen to the robot instead of the human. All right. I don't know. I've taken advice from lots of humans. And, uh, <laughs> I wish I could go back and not take their advice. <laughs> I guess I could pretend it was Stephen Hawking. True. So this is one of my favorite songs on the record. I don't think I know this one. It's called Electioneering. And this is a song... Is that Cowbell? I was... Sorry. No, don't be sorry because this is actually what I was just getting into. This is the song that made me get a cowbell for my drum kit. Oh, that's so funny. And I didn't have a cowbell with my drum kit. And I remember hearing this song and I was like, whoa, I want a fucking cowbell. Sounds cool. And so I went to my local music store and I tried out like all these different cowbells. And I actually brought in the cassette of OK Computer and I showed like the employee like the track electioneering and like he brought out all these different cowbells and then we've like settled on this like LP cowbell which was like very medium sized and had like the right tone and I would play along to this song in my mom's basement over and over and my mom would flick the light switch and she would straight up go that sounds great but can you pick another song you've been playing (laughs) that for two hours that's funny I mean, it she, is. A, it is an interesting 
tone to the cowbell. This it yeah. sounds very like deep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which is interesting. It's not the uh, Tinny, don't fear the reaper. Yeah, exactly. And I'm very heartbroken to say I don't know what happened to that cowbell. Oh no. And I know we can get another t- cowbell that sounds like this, especially like you know going on the electronic bay and like mm-hmm. actually finding the, the, you exact, find the exact one how about but the thing is it's like i want that cowbell. Yeah, yeah 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 i want that cowbell from high school yeah but i'll never see it again i'll never hear it again <laughs> <laughs> r.i.p robots took it yeah the robots did take it so maybe i shouldn't be a friend with them. do you think maybe your mom broke it to stop <laughs> getting stuff? that's a very good point because <laughs> i noticed like when i went on my first tour as soon as i graduated from high school it was gone. Mm. <laughs> so maybe Suspicious. she was like, we're done with this. <laughs> she pulled out the supercharger and just drove right over Come it. Come to think of it, that song, Don't Fear the Reaper by uh, Blue Oyster Cult, used to yeah. drive my mom insane. Maybe your mom hates cowbell. Yeah. I think my mom might actually hate cowbell. Yeah. We've discovered something here yeah. today. My mom is a cowbell cop. <laughs> I mean, I kind of get Cowbell it. Cowbell police, <laughs> arrest this mom. Who... Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I like where this is going. <laughs> um, I have never listened to this song before. I love it. Yeah, it's like, it's one of my favorite. So good. This is, this is going to be the first track on side two, right? Probably. It's song seven, so that feels right. I mean, they're all A-sides in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> But this was the first Radiohead song I learned on drums. Oh, wow. Yep. And I actually brought the song into my instructor, uh, an instructor by the name of John Michelli, who's actually the drummer of the band Meatloaf. What? And he taught me how to play the song. Like, we wrote down the notation and everything, and, like, he didn't just teach me just, like, the beat, but, like, he also taught me, like, the actual drum fills and everything about that. That's awesome. But uh, he was my instructor for many years, actually. Interesting. That's awesome. So I bet you didn't think that Meatloaf was going to be mentioned no. while listening to Radiohead. I, but just, here I did not, but here <laughs> we are. <laughs> here we are in 2018 talking about Meatloaf. I think that might be his first appearance on our show. Yeah, I think so, too. I did it. Well done. So I was looking, and the producer for this album is Nigel Godrich. Correct. Why do I know him? Um, Why do I know that name? It's, not, it's not the Nigel from Bush. Okay. I just said that because Jess Perry I love Bush. Bush. I love Bush. And I knew you were a Bush I fan. do love Bush. Um, but it's not the Nigel from Bush who I don't even think is in that band anymore. Okay, I'm going to click through. I'm going to figure out why I know who he is. I mean, you work, oh. you work with music. You, I know why it is. <laughs> Produced R.E.M. Yes, oh. there you go. And it's not because I'm the biggest REM fan. It's because I'm the biggest you talking REM read me fan. <laughs> that's that's got to be it, I think. I, I bet you're right. I actually played Athens, Georgia a couple weeks ago. Yeah? And I've never been. It's an interesting place. And I mean that because there's not a whole lot going on. It's, it's a pretty like small a, town. Yeah, yeah, it's a college town. Yeah. But uh, I was expecting to see like a bunch of REM like landmarks and everything, but there wasn't. Hmm. Or yeah. I, I don't think I looked hard enough. Maybe I thought you were going to say just a bunch of REM like yeah. around, right? Just rapid eye movement, just, yeah. just around. Athens. Yeah, at night. I, met, I met the members, but that too. <laughs> yeah. There probably was a lot of rapid eye movement around. I bet. Yeah, I'm sure there was. <laughs> that's got. That's got to be it. He also produced uh, probably the best 
Paul McCartney solo album. Oh, did he? Chaos and Creation oh, in the okay. Backyard. Okay. Interesting. I know you don't mean that. Oh, that's interesting. I do. I think <laughs> producers are interesting in general because it's such like a like like it's weird that I knew his name. Like I yeah. feel like there are very few producers I know by name, but it's when you do know a producer, I feel like you can hear that throughout, and it's just it's right. rare that I know who the producers. There are, are specific personally. producers that definitely deliver very similar sounds. Yeah, to, like very different artists. Totally. Like. There are like specific producers where it's like, oh, I can tell this band work just by like the sound of the record. Totally. Even though the band sounds like right. That is just generally interesting to me. I yeah. don't know because it's also something that's very far removed from like my world as like a music consumer. So I don't know. I do think it is interesting when I learn something like that. It's it's one of those things where like you're either in the industry or like a super music nerd. Yeah. <laughs> like how I learn the writers of Simpsons episodes. <laughs> right. Do you do a Simpsons podcast by any chance? I do not. <laughs> Did you want to start one? Is that why you're <laughs> I mean, I'd be very interested in that. I mean, we, we should talk about it. Because <laughs> I feel like I hang out with people where I reference the Simpsons and it just goes right over their head. Mm. And that kind of worries me about just yeah, society. That's no good. <laughs> like, I love these people, but like sometimes I'll refer to like a Simpsons episode and they won't get the quote or anything. Ramsey and I have gone to Simpsons Trivia together. Yeah, you should go to that with us. Yeah. Oh, wait. The trivia? Yeah. yeah. I've seen, like, it's Facebook fun. invites for that. It's fun. Well, I let, don't know anything, let me it's know. still fun. <laughs> I was hosted by that. a friend of the show, Dan Ozzy. That's right. Oh, I've, I don't know who that is, but, like, I've seen his name on Twitter. He's a writer. A lot of people retweet him. Yeah. A lot. He's a writer for Noisy. He is funny on Twitter. You should mm-hmm. follow him. I should. <laughs> I think I've retweeted him a couple times and be like, oh, there's that guy, Dan Ozzy, again. The noisy dude. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's very noisy on Twitter. (laughs) I do not know this song either. And I got to say, I don't love this one. Boring. This song's boring. (laughs) Sorry. Don't be sorry. (laughs) It's called having an opinion. (laughs) Sorry, Tom York, then. I like your other things. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this one's about, like, eternal demon demons. I feel that. So I definitely feel that. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, your dislike for the song is your eternal demons it's coming sure. to be external. <laughs> I initially thought you said turtle demons. Turtle, turtle demons. demons. <laughs> and I was disappointed to learn. Turtle demons. That's what that was. Um, I, I'm sorry. I disappointed you. <laughs> are those what those creatures are called in Mario? The turtle demons. I think once they're dead. Yeah. They're once you jump demon. on them. still I don't like the end of this one. <laughs> but you liked it on Yeah. Karma Police? I don't know. Huh. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Love this is this your song. It's that ukulele jam. The u- <laughs> Radiohead. This little riff sounded very nice on the ukulele. I believe I can hear that. Blink. blink, blink this is blink. one of those like musical musical parts that like even if you've never like really become a radio fan, Radiohead fan, you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like and I'm sure I'm sure this has been ripped off many times. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. I do are, love this song. Aren't they suing Lana Del Rey for a song? Yes, they um, are. Yeah, huh. it might be creep. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, and didn't they? Which get they sued? ripped it off yeah. on somebody. 
That's funny. Interesting. So they're, they're, Lana Del Rey is going to have to share a writing credit with the Hollies through yeah. by proxy. Oh my God, this is so true. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, come on, guys. What, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Like, I'll admit I'm not a Lana Del Rey fan. And I, I say that because I just, I've never really listened to her music before. It's just like one of those like musicians where I just, I just never got into it. And I still like, I couldn't name a single song by Lana Del Rey. And I know I'll get like crucified by people for saying that. Cause like, I know. I don't think they listen to our show. Are obsessed (laughs) with Lana Del Rey. And I have to admit the people that are very obsessed with Lana have kind of turned me off from like actually checking out her music. because They've been very abrasive, (laughs) but I should check out her music. But like when I saw that, I was like, come on guys, like chill the fuck out. You did the same thing. I'm, I'm trying to find out right now if it's them or just their publisher. Because mm. I don't know. Um, interesting. What does your cat think of this song? Uh, hard to tell. She's staring at the oven, which she does occasionally. Which that sounds like a Radiohead music video if they still made videos. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I could picture a cat staring at an oven. They had a... A video for is "Burn the Witch" a song by them? Yes, on, on the last album. You are right. That was like yes. animated and weird and cool. Yeah, that was a that was a very good song, by the way. I think that's the only Radiohead uh, video I've seen. Really? Really? Yeah. Didn't have MTV. Uh, right. This makes <laughs> sense. This is a good song. I love this. I do too. No, you've got me noticing the drumming more. I'm paying it a lot more Philip attention. Philip Selway, his <laughs> dynamics are so good, and just he just knows what to play for the song. His ghost notes are really good. Just his sense of groove and just not playing like the same thing like over and over. I mean, like he definitely repeats, but I think for any great drummer, you want to repeat the same thing for like a chorus or like verse, but like also add like little nuances to make it different. But it's just like no one wants to hear a drum solo for like a long extended amount of time unless you're an actual drummer going to like a clinic or something like right. that but it's just like when you're watching a band or an artist and you're listening to their songs performed it's like you don't want the drummer to play like a drum solo to the song that would just be disgusting <laughs> yeah I, I saw Grand Funk Railroad over the summer <laughs> with my mom Grand Funk and mm-hmm. the guy did I'm not exaggerating and so I'm going to pick a number that is actually realistic. Okay. A five-minute drum solo. Ooh, that's and it a was, lot. There were impressive parts to it. Of course. But that's very long. But it was... For a drum solo, that's very long. Insane. Yes. I don't want an anything solo to be five <laughs> minutes. Yeah. That's too... I don't want a song to be five minutes most of the time. Mm. That's very long. It was very long. This is scary. Even as a drummer, I don't, I don't think I'd want five <laughs> minutes to just... This is scary. Does it sound pleasant to you? It doesn't sound scary. (laughs) Got less scary. Also, how did you ever listen to Kid A if that was scary to you? Right? (laughs) I may not have. (laughs) Kid A, too spooky for Ramsey. (laughs) What are spooky albums I can make Ramsey listen to now if that was scary? Corn. (laughs) That was pretty spooky. I mean, you did play Blink-182 and a lot of <laughs> vocals on that. Also, rough. the lyrical content, especially at 
what age those individuals mm-hmm. were at yes, the time. Yes, we did discuss scary. that. Scary. That's yes, that is scary. scary. Uh, that was also scary on uh, Dashboard. Yeah. To yep. consider oh how old God. he was for those lyrics. You played me a Green Day album that literally made me cry the first uh, yeah, time I heard it. Yeah, made you cry. But what, to album, be fair, what Green Day album made you cry? Dougie. It but made he you was cry? also I was like 12. A very <laughs> sensitive young man. <laughs> I, I, I'm impressed by that. Yeah. Uh, I've never met anybody that cried to Green Day. I, uh... I asked my dad to buy me the album, uh, knowing only Basket Case. Yeah. <laughs> and then when there was a swear word on the first track, it was too much for me. And I turned for it off. For his sensitive soul. Yep. See, like, <laughs> I guess with my childhood upbringing, my mom cursed all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, even My dad was literally I- a sailor. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would get in trouble at school and get called down to the principal's office, and my mom would be like swearing and telling off like the faculty. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Like my principal was like afraid of my mom. <laughs> that's all I can hope for yeah. in my future children's lives mm-hmm. is that their school officials are scared of me. I I believe in you. <laughs> Thank you. So is this song still scary to you? No, it's nice. Now, now. it's nice. Cool. I'm glad you're not scared anymore. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of the 90s synthesized vocals in the background, though. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to front. I'm a huge sucker for a lot of 90s shit, especially like... That is how I would actually just describe Keith. Early to to mid-90s. And you know what? You're accurate. (laughs) Ow. Sorry, I hit my tooth on the microphone, everyone. And like when I was younger, I actually was a literal radio head because I would have to sit at my radio listening to radio stations and record songs yep. that I liked before I got like an allowance to buy cassette singles yep. and yeah. like actual like albums and everything like that so it's just like god kids these days have it so easy which yeah. I think is really cool because it, it definitely like exposes them yeah. to more like I have a friend in Denver and like he has two kids and like he gives them like Spotify yeah. and like I stayed with them on a tour like a couple years ago and like his like this kids cool. were listening cool. to like the Smiths and like the oh, Cure, wow. and like the kid were like the kids were like dancing around, like they were listening to like Kid Dynamite and then like traditional ska bands yeah. like Desmond Decker and everything like that. So it's just like I think those really, kids sound awesome. Yeah. I yeah. think though, like they're, and their their names are actually Liam and Nigel. Oh wow! Yes. Oh boy, I love that. Um, I do think though that's evident by like music that younger kids are putting out now is that it's like really like cross genre types of music like mm. very clearly influenced by a lot of different genres and that was a lot harder to do back in the day like you had to find that somehow yeah. and it's just so much more accessible now which is amazing and like I think it gives kids an opportunity to not be ashamed of certain artists and musicians that they like where it's just like I felt like you yeah. Know, when I was in high school, there was a lot of T-shirts I couldn't wear at certain shows, or like <laughs> certain bands I couldn't talk about liking in front of my friends. Yeah. And like, and I think now younger people are definitely more like accepted for liking what they like, which is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. I also so the last song, um, "Lucky," was the third single on this album, and I just noticed that, and I'm just fascinated by the fact that in 1997 that could be a single. Yeah. Like, that's like, just craziness. I love it. It's amazing, but... I miss that. Like, I wish, like, that was still, like, yeah. an actual thing, and it's just, like... I mean, also now it's, like, with a single, it's just, like, 
the internet is the radio. Like, yeah. you, you know, Spotify, like, also, like, has, like, radio stations where it's, like, you can, like, listen to a band and it will, like, refer to you to other bands and, like, play other stuff, like, and you might discover things that way. It's just, like, also YouTube, that's, like, the MTV now. That's yeah. how you watch your music It's true. Right. Like that, so. But, yeah, it, it's... I feel very lucky that I grew up in a time where that could be considered a single now. Yeah, like, totally. Like, single back then. Now. Yeah. Are those brushes on the drums? Yep. Huh. I'm very good ear. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm like I'm vibing with you. <laughs> like not many people really can like distinguish that. I mean, also I trust your taste because I see your albums over there. And you're, like, also, you're a Beatles fan. So I am a, like, uh, yeah. There you go. I I trust Beatles. <laughs> but yes, those are indeed brushes. One of my favorite things to use. I wish I got to use them more often. I am not a drummer. I like to air drum. Okay. And, uh, I think the closest I've come is playing drum parts on a uh, keyboard in GarageBand. Cool. Uh, I suck at GarageBand. I'm, I'm so bad. <laughs> it's not... It, it's very like user-friendly, but not intuitive at all at the same time. Like It looks easy, but it's not. Oh, it's definitely hard because, like, I haven't played it in years, but, like, I remember when my friends got it for the, the minute it came out, yeah. and I was having a hard time, like, keeping up with, like, a Ramones song, and the Ramones are, like, oh, the easiest fucking thing to, you're like... You're talking about Rock Band. Oh, Rock Band. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. This, I see. This is the bourbon talking right now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, oh wait. Go, I thought band. you... My brain did the same thing. Oh, I'm it so, makes sense, though. Yeah, I now understand. The oh software on an i on a computer is what you Ramsey was talking. Yeah. I was thinking about Rock Band too. I oh, I, I'm so embarrassed right now. <laughs> no, no, no. I know what Garage Band is because I I've had to do it with demos and everything like that. And like my friend James is definitely way better with it. But it's just like also to be fair, Rock Band is hard. Yeah. yeah. Every yeah. time I try to say the. The I, game rock band I say garage I band. can't believe I did that <laughs> no 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 you have nothing I, I'm to gonna be have more about. bourbon okay um, but my favorite drummer move is hitting the cymbal but putting your hand on it oh yeah definitely just throw that out there <laughs> but yeah playing rock bands like I suck at that like it's, yeah wait so oh sorry drop my chapstick um because newer rock bands also have drum things yes, right I have done that too yes are they is that part hard or is that part very easy? Programming? Like oh, no. no, like the actual video game thing. Oh, is it still a video game now? Like I do they still have I don't, I don't know. know. I I just remember at some point they then had like a weird drum set you would play to, not just the guitar. Oh, yeah. the way the drum setup is like bullshit. It's like, weird. I got very mad when I saw it for the first <laughs> time and played it and fucked up the Ramon song. I'm like, this is not how a drum kit's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also like it makes no sense. Just like there's no symbols because I I was playing it like an actual drum kit. Like I was trying to like aim for like the symbol, but right. there's no symbol there. And yeah. Like, and a friend of mine got me the symbol attachment that you can get for the. I didn't know they had that. And the problem is, if you hit it, if you're playing, you you hit it hard enough, it just slowly slides <laughs> down the leg. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I love That's how so we funny. went from talking to brushes, me fucking up the difference between Garage Band and Rock Bands. To be fair, their names are too close. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm also buzzed right now. Fine. <laughs> As you should be for the end of a Radiohead album, in my opinion. This would be. This is a closing song. It is. It's, it feels like a closing. Yeah. 
Did you say the name of it? I don't remember. I did not. I haven't been saying the names of any of these. This is The Tourist. The Tourist. I feel the shame of a tourist in New York for fucking that up. Like, <laughs> that's never... Like, no one's going to let me live that down. Like, I will. Well, thank you. Well, I fuck up things um, literally consistently on this podcast and people tweet at me to correct them. And I so. came back from a music studio today and it's just like... <laughs> I, I have to work with Grosh. I, I said a band sounded like Cobra Starship on this show recently. Oh, my. Cobra Starship. Oh Did my, they, though? That's the Snakes on the Plane I band, so. right? Yeah. yeah. I, oh, my God. Like, I love that Snakes on a Plane song. It's a, It really is a jam, it's to be a, honest. It's a dream of mine to do that at karaoke, but every karaoke <gasps> place I have does not have it. Why would they have that? Wow, but that... To ruin my dreams. Ooh. Oh. That would be a good... Oh, that'd I, be a good one. I, I would want to do it so bad. Like... We, soon it will be a karaoke it's gonna happen <laughs> when it's just all digital it'll yeah. just all exist um that was the album all right i like the triangle at the end i, I really did like how it ended on a triangle also <laughs> a good triangle um my takeaway is that i love the song electioneering and had never heard it before that makes me very excited i really liked that, that one is my favorite song on the album and it's one of my favorite radiohead songs ever amazing i'm definitely gonna listen to that again fuck yeah um Ramsey, are you too scared of this album or uh, <laughs> I'm okay. Okay, okay. Whew. But you knew what brushes sounded like. Yeah. So that's very good. Uh and you also didn't make fun of me for fucking that up. I'm still no. talking about <laughs> you. are much more upset than either of us were. Yeah, yeah, I really that is am. not a big deal. Also, I said the same I thought the same thing. I just didn't say <laughs> it. And it's more logical that I was talking about playing the drums on rock band, it's like true. guitar. <laughs> All right, I can't even get the right one though. Uh, well, because like there are definitely like lots of Radiohead songs on rock there are. band. I've played them. Yes, and the, probably the drum part. I've only yeah. played it one rock band once or twice. I don't really. know I only how played to do it, it once because I got very mad. Fair. That, it was yeah. not an actual drum kit. But yeah, that <laughs> makes sense. Um, Ramsey, overall. Overall, what are your thoughts on this album? I really like the singles. Yeah, that makes sense. Awesome. I enjoyed. I don't know. I feel like. Um, this is a good album to like put on and do something else yeah. or sleep. I like that idea. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a insult. I didn't no, mean it as well. I no, it's not an insult like a whatsoever. Soothing, calming thing. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, but like to, <laughs> to talk and discuss and focus on, it's not as much for me. Sure. Okay. But would you, okay. So would you go back and listen to individual songs i think i would yeah okay. i definitely would that's very cool so overall good improved your opinion of it Radiohead. Did. yes okay. yeah that rocks that is a positive step forward then. yeah great like i, I want to go back and hear kid a now i'm definitely gonna listen forever. to kid a on the train home right now <laughs> Same. Um, oh my god i'm so happy to be surrounded by such positivity <laughs> yeah I was a little like concerned when I chose OK Computer <laughs> that there was going to be some negativity really brewing. Nah. Well, and you, yeah, and you also had no idea what my take was exactly. on Radiohead, yeah. which I, is fair. Could go I was going to text you earlier, be like, "I don't know how you're going to feel about this." Like, I want to do Radiohead OK Computer, and I'm and so glad you got it. very excited about that. Because um, I have to admit, I don't like not to be a hater, but like I don't really listen to much of those emo bands or just like fair. it never really connected <laughs> with me and I still don't like it. Yeah. I'm you don't so- have to. I'm sorry, Jess and Adrian, <laughs> if you're listening. Uh, That's also the name of the it band. It is. <laughs> I gotta say, my version of 
your rock band guitar ba- uh I keep saying guitar band guitar because i want to say guitar hero yeah rock band garage band mess up mm-hmm. is i'm really disappointed in myself for not making the steve steve uh stephen hawking joke until the end of the song i should have had that right at <laughs> the beginning the fact that you brought that up though is you know i appreciate that <laughs> um great we did it we- keith we all did this together. We sure did. <laughs> Keith, where can people find you on the internet or in real life? Well, this will be in a long time, so maybe yeah, not in real so, life. Yeah, um, I mean, who knows what the future holds. But, um, <laughs> I might be on tour when this gets posted. But uh, you can find me on Instagram at kbotonthedrums.com. Wait, there is no .com. <laughs> well, there is somewhere in that. Yeah. That is very true. <laughs> but the username is just kbot on the drums, And also on the Twitter net <laughs> at kbotonthedrums.com. Also, I play with many different people on the drums, and I swear I'm an actual real drummer, and <laughs> like I can distinguish, you know, the difference between <laughs> rock bands and garage bands. But um, to be fair, I don't know that I can, but I'm not a professional you can catch musician. Me? That's uh, sorry, <laughs> I, I interrupted you, and You're, I'm sorry about that. I interrupted you. Go That's on. Okay. But uh, I'm always touring with people, different bands, different artists. So come catch me on tour. And if you follow those social media outlets, you will stay up to date. Yeah. How about you, Ramsey? You can find me on Twitter at Ramsey ESS. Uh, and that'll get you to all the all the crazy all the stuff things. I'm doing. How about you, Heather? Uh, you can find me at Heather Shea, S-H-A-E, on all the different social media um leave us a review on itunes and you can follow our playlist we have three different ones on spotify all of them equally good equally good (laughs) (laughs) just Uh, don't listen to them in the middle of america because it is a very spotty vibe (laughs) yeah you you gotta download them first yeah oh uh, whenever you're staying at like a hotel or something like that or sleeping on a friend's floor you know whatever accommodates your traveling needs um (laughs) download that shit because it you're, doesn't matter who the fuck your carrier is. No, you're, gonna you're not going to have service. Like, there's no service <laughs> like, true. in the middle of America. It's crazy. It's really... I mean, I was in New Hampshire recently, and there was no service. Truly con- nowhere near concerning. The middle. Not even the middle. That's. I was on a coast. That doesn't make sense. Um, great. We did it. Yay. Bye. 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 Bye.